Everybody, my name is DJ Setho, and welcome to another episode of the High Five Countdown Podcast. I'm proud to say that there are more High Five Countdown Podcast episodes than months that happened in 2016. For those of you who don't know about the High Five Countdown Podcast, we are a podcast that counts down the top five of a particular category, one that is relevant to pop culture. My co-hosts and I will discuss, we'll debate, we'll each give our top five, then we'll try to come to a consensus and reach a definitive top five. Before we get into this episode and the topic, let me introduce my two co-hosts. My first co-host actually spent a month of his life crafting a letter to Steven Tyler because without Steven Tyler's influence, he would not become what he is today. We have Matty G, the musician. Well, I'm a one-man Hello, and I'm glad to see that every week you have a, a new lie and rumors. <laughs> wow, lie, that's a tough word. It's rumors, it's rumors. It's allegations. You know, the last podcast, you were thanking Steven Tyler and, and showing your gratitude. I thought maybe, you know, let me get you in good with uh, the lead singer of Aerosmith, and man. I mean, if it'll help me, you know, I, I just, I can't wait for us to be like, in the next episode, like, what the next, uh, what the next rumor's gonna be, you're gonna start. I'm, I'm tired of rumors starting, just like Lindsay Lohan. Wow, Lindsay Lohan reference. My second co-host is the modern-day Martin Luther King. He first stood up to Wookiee discrimination, and in our last episode, he stood up to shark discrimination. We have Tony B. That's right, I I fight for the... uh... For the people who don't have a voice out there, for Wookiees that don't have a voice, for the sharks that are discriminated, I'm your guy. Well, I'll tell you what, it is a pleasure to be on the podcast with both of you guys, Matty G, the musician, and the man who is brave enough to fight against Wookiee and shark discrimination. I need to ask a question to Matty G. Did you find those chicken fingers that you dropped way back when Bruce Springsteen played in the Super Bowl halftime show? I want you to put the chicken I, I found something that was like a crusty old um, mildewy bone of some sort of substance. I imagine that must have been a chicken finger, but uh, unlike McDonald's uh, Big Macs, it, it probably perished a little bit. I mean, hopefully, you know, next time I'll eat a Big Mac and drop it on the floor so that it will be the same in six years. I kind of feel you were probably taken off guard because, let's face it, Bruce Springsteen didn't, like, prep us. And he didn't say, oh, you know, put your chicken fingers in the refrigerator. He said to drop them. So it's literally, you know, you just kind of drop it. I want you to step back from the guacamole dip. I want you to put the chicken fingers down. If I had known I, you know, needed Tupperware for the Super Bowl party. Now I know, and I'll learn, and I'll take that lesson with me. Thank you, Bruce Springsteen. Well, when you got a guy who has self-proclaimed himself the boss and he's telling you what to do you better freaking do it we're gonna bring the righteous tony give me that impression i need you to put down the chicken fingers put down the guacamole and get righteous we're gonna bring the righteous 
If you guys don't understand what we're talking about, check out our previous podcast, Episode 3, which was Top 5 Super Bowl Halftime Shows. It was a fun time. Probably one of my favorite High Five Countdown podcasts to date until this one. That being said, are you guys ready to get righteous? We're gonna bring the righteous! Oh yeah. I am. I'm ready. Well, Episode 4 is Top 5. Five Cinderella stories in honor of the upcoming March Madness tournament. No good by George. The dream is alive. And we're going to do something a little different because this was actually a very inspired idea by one of the co-hosts, Matty G, the musician. So I'm going to take a step off to the side and I'm going to let Matty G introduce the topic. Okay, first of all, March Madness, to get a little sidetracked, is, in my opinion, the greatest sports weekend of the year. Uh, I don't even follow college basketball, but March Madness is the best thing in sports. It's got the most drama, most excitement. It's just like a whole weekend of just uh, nonstop sort of like drama and buzzer beaters and people playing their last game of their career in college basketball. It's, just, it's insane. Uh, I think it's the best sporting event of the whole year. Anyway. What our topic is about is Cinderella's, because as we know from March Madness history, there's a lot of Cinderella stories. We have these small schools that come out of nowhere and shock the whole country, and wind up going far in the tournament, sometimes even winning the championship. So our topic, we kept it to Cinderella stories. Doesn't mean that it's a sports team, doesn't mean that it's even an athlete, but it totally can be. Um, we define a Cinderella as someone or something that came from very modest means to reach a high level of status or success. I know it's a very uh, detailed thing, but I do teach, so I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I tend to kind of watch my grammar more than, uh, than, than most. Uh, when I made my list, uh, I don't want to go too much into my picks yet, but uh, when I made my list, I tried to um, just like separate Cinderella's story from maybe just like a big upset, which I think is going to be really hard for a lot of people to be like, wait, if it's a big upset, isn't that a Cinderella? But just because, like, a team upsets, like, a really favorite team, I don't know if that means, like, they came from nothing. Like, they weren't, like, this, like, scrappy, poor team beating this, like, juggernaut, really wealthy, you know, establishment. Like, I don't want to go too much into detail yet because I'm going to have picks that are like that. But um, I think it's a little bit different. And not necessarily with the winning. I don't know if it matters. I mean, uh, uh, just going from nothing to becoming this high-level I think that's a Cinderella. I think that, you know, Disney. I think about Disney. Like, Cinderella, she, she got the slipper, blah, blah, blah. She winds up meeting the prince. I mean, does she win? I guess. But, I mean, even if she didn't, she still, like, kind of made a big meteoric rise. I always get those Disney people confused. Was Cinderella the one that fell asleep? Um, I think I sleep beauty. Was Cinderella the one that rode on the magic carpet? No, that was Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I, I was joking. I, that was Jasmine, man. No, it wasn't. The magic carpet. Jasmine and Aladdin? Yeah, that's Beauty and the Beast. Or it's Aladdin? A whole new world. A dazzling place I never knew. Or you can go and watch Beauty and the Beast and you'll see the magic carpet. Matty G? I think it's an Easter egg, actually. I think maybe right. I don't know. Or something like that. <laughs> Is this Milan? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Top five Disney movies. A whole new world. A dazzling place I never knew. 
Tony B, what are your thoughts on Cinderella's? Um, well, I like it because it's a broad topic. I, I, for me, it was tough to, you know, do, do you define it as a person? Does, does, it, does it have to be a team? Could it be a thing? Could it, could it be something that you don't expect to be successful and then, then it grows on to have a lot of success? Would that count as a Cinderella? It's kind of open to, uh, to interpretation to a lot of people. So that's, I think it's going to be fun about the, the topic is that, you know, like you can argue for something being a Cinderella without it being very tangible. It's not like saying like, you know, top scorers in the NBA of all time. Like that would be like, oh yeah, we, we got facts to, to prove that. This is more of like a debatable topic, I think. So it makes it in some way more, more intriguing. Not going to lie, Matty G, you made me think about this one. I was thinking about it two nights ago and I'm like, Cinderella, Cinderella. And you know what the first thing that came to mind was? There's a song that Eminem released called Cinderella Man off his recovery CD. It's one of my favorite Eminem songs. the first thing that came to mind. So I listened to that song to do my research and I found a verse of lyrics from that song that I think at least for me helped me define what my choices were for this top five. So for everyone's entertainment, a poetic reading of Eminem's Cinderella Man verse. This is verse two. It has been edited because this is a family-oriented podcast. iTunes, I repeat, this is a family-oriented podcast. There's no cursing. So please remove the explicit label on us in iTunes. And with that, here is a poetic reading of Eminem's Cinderella Man. Screamed shut up at thunder, and flipped the world upside down, and made it rain upward. Rewound the future to the present, paused it don't ask how, screw the past, he's the stuff right now. Wrapped the game up in cellophane, raised hell up, he came. So basically, what I pulled from those lyrics were, number one, the Cinderella, whether it's a team, a person, a thing, pretty much yelled shut up at the man. And and those are the people who determine, oh, well, this is the favorite versus this one being the underdog. The Cinderella also did the impossible, just like Eminem said, you know, it rained upward. The Cinderella was able to not just pull off one upset, but pull up a lot of different dramatic unexpected outcomes. Then he talks about how you have to forget the past because at the end of the day, the humble beginnings the Cinderella came from don't matter because as Matty G said, they're escaping those humble beginnings. And the last one is wrap the game up in cellophane, which means it keeps the game fresh. Whatever it is, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, boxing, television, music, to have a story, to have a Cinderella that no one expected, keeps everyone on their toes. Because let's face it, it gets boring when the same teams make the playoffs and make the Super Bowl or make the World Series or make the NBA Finals or make the college basketball championships. And it's a lot more fun when the unexpected happens and when the underdogs rise up to take over the power. I like to picture you when you're reading the poetry, like having um, like a pipe and a turtleneck and being by like a nice warm fire. I was in my Hugh Hefner robe, and I had bifocal glasses on, and I did have a pipe. That's all I wanted to know. I mean, it's it's kind of like this, similar to what we were all kind of saying, except for it's, I guess once we actually have the tangible picks, we'll be able to see like what 
you know, where everything stands and everyone's, uh, and everyone's kind of like philosophy about what a Cinderella is. And I'll be interested not just to hear the picks, but to hear people's reasoning for the pick. Yeah, sure. Tony, any uh, last minute thoughts? No, I think we should have that as a, uh, a section on every podcast. You doing a dramatic reading of lyrics. I agree. <laughs> Next week, I will do a dramatic reading of Limp Biscuits Nookie. <laughs> I was hoping for uh, Juvenile back that thing up. I could do that one. <laughs> you gotta keep it clean, though. You know. Well, again, uh, we aren't an explicit podcast. iTunes. So if you keep the score at home, uh, that means we already have Juvenile, Lucy Lohan, and Limp Biscuit in the same episode. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? One, two, three, let's go. Here we go. Basically, I knew the category was too was too broad. I mean, I thought it was too broad. I thought it was a fun, it was a fun, open-ended question. So what I wound up doing, I found out last night when I was working on this for like an hour or two, I found out that I was going to do like kind of mini categories on my own list. So I had Villanova to represent, you know, college basketball and March Madness, which is what it's all about in the first place. Then I have Kurt Warner to represent my Cinderella of individual sports players. Then I have Lincoln to represent kind of like, you know, historical Cinderella. Then I have the, the U.S. hockey team to, you know, for like teams, like the best team Cinderella ever. And then I have Oprah for like kind of like overall Cinderella and like financial and celebrities and all that stuff in one category. And women, but not to mention since Cinderella's supposed to be a woman in the first place. The most creative I got with my list was I was actually going to list Cinderella. <laughs> I thought that too. <laughs> and just literally say, well, you know, the name came from somewhere. Five, we have the 2011 Japan's women's soccer team. At number four, we have... Oh, yeah, I got tied. What should it be, Rocky or Oprah? No, no, yeah, Rocky or Oprah for three and four. Rocky versus Oprah? <laughs> I think Rocky could win. I don't know, Sylvester's looking kind of old now, and I can understand what Oprah's saying. That ain't us up there no more, Pa. We can't do that the way we did it before. We're... we're... We're changing. We're, like, turning into regular people. I mean, for me, it's not really a contest, but, you know, Rocky is the definition of an underdog, so why not beat Oprah? Everyone believes Oprah had all the advantages, and somehow Rocky beats Oprah. I think it's, I think you have to include Rocky. Okay, you know what? We'll just do it this way. I'll make my case for Rocky. You make your case for Oprah. Rocky, to me, defines the uh, cinema version of a Cinderella story. Any movie Cinderella story that you see after 1980 was based off of Rocky. Because Rocky captured the hearts of so many people. But I know the argument that Tony would definitely make and Matty G might make. He's a fictional character. In which case, I have to say, is there not a statue of Rocky outside the Philadelphia Museum of Art? Why the city of Philadelphia would build a statue for a fictional character when there's tons of other fictional characters they could build statues for is beyond me. Look, I'm just saying, Buzz Lightyear does not have a statue outside of Des Moines. Not yet. Well, my case for Oprah is... She's real. She's real. She um, has a dramatic uh, upswing between her beginning to her present. And Both were real. And she's also a woman. Like, and like no one else on this list is, is a woman besides the Japanese soccer team. Yeah, just a whole team of women. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Oprah's real and the jump she made, uh, yeah, I, I could see why you would rank her over Rocky. So I mean, she fought, uh, Tom, she fought Tom Cruise when he was going crazy. He was jumping on the on the couch and stuff. Was that on Oprah? Yeah, I think he, like he, she survived. I mean, that was that was like pretty much like you know Rocky Four. 
Oh, I'll just give her the Cinderella for de- having to deal with that. <laughs> I mean, Rocky fought communism, and uh, she fought Scientology in one, you know, the epitome of each. Number four, we have our first fictional character, Rocky Balboa. Number three, Oprah Winfrey. Number two, Kurt Warner. And number one, the 1980 U.S. hockey team. Well, now that we have a finalized list, Matty G, why don't you give us a list? We'll all make uh, quick comments about it, and then we can uh, wrap this up. The top five lists. Top five Cinderella's. Number five, the 2011 Japanese women's soccer team. They won the championship. They won the World Cup on top of having to deal with the 2011 Japan earthquake, the nuclear meltdown at Fukushima, and they had to be one of the greatest soccer teams ever assembled, the 2011 United States women's soccer team. Definition of Cinderella. For the bigger context, I'm happy that the uh, Japanese team won with all the adversity that they had to face. I just think Hope Solo would have really improved Star Wars Episode Seven. just saying. Number four. Rocky, the Italian Stallion, Balboa. The reason I like Rocky is because he's obviously the traditional movie Cinderella story. But every Rocky movie, they up the ante that Rocky has to overcome. So they always up the ante for Rocky, and Rocky always won. Yes, Rocky always won, except for Rocky won. Wait, wait, spoiler alert. I just want to throw it in there because, you know, we just spoiled Rocky 1. No, he's a consistent winner across multiple continents. He ended the Cold War. And he has a statue. Okay, number three. We have Oprah. <laughs> Oprah is a true, real-life Cinderella. She's still relevant today. She went from being in welfare as a child to being a $3 billion person who was self-made. This is somebody who went from rags to riches in a very extreme way. That's why she was my number one, and she's our number three as a collective unit. Oprah went from having a really crappy life to having a really crappy book club. (laughs) Respect to her for making the jump. No, yeah, give me the book club. A lot of other people have been very successful thanks to working with her. You know, she's kind of like the corn to a lot of people's Limp Bizkit. I'm happy Oprah's inclusion just to get a Limp Bizkit reference. Number two, we have Kurt Warner. Play clock at one. Kurt got the play away. Back to throw. Warner with ton of time. Throwing right side. Fits open. Caught at the five. Well, he's won a Super Bowl, and he's been to several others. And every time his career was going to be finished, that's when he rose back to prominence. So if if not the Cinderella Award, he can definitely win the Phoenix Award. Here's one extreme case where somebody started off not as a draft player, starts off as just very modest, uh, you know, beginnings, and winds up going to the top, top of football, which is such a huge sport here in this country. So it's got to be our number uh, one for personal athletes. And, uh, yeah, he's he's legit. He's a legit Cinderella story. Really is. I mean, I think the fact that he did it twice speaks volumes, and I'm glad he's number two. And number one, we have the 1980 U.S. men's hockey team. I think it is the epitome of a rags-to-riches story, a true underdog story, and it gave us another great underdog story because it inspired Rocky Ford. 
anyone who's watched the documentary or heard the story, it's just the, the classic American story. You don't think we can do it. Odds are against us. We go out and win. And it's one of those, it's a classic story. Don't give the underdog a little bit of hope. If you're going to beat the underdog, you need to crush them early. Don't think they, don't give them a chance because they just may win. Hard to argue with this pick. Uh, it's got the kind of Cinderella story feel that almost feels fake. It almost feels unreal. And it kind of is a, you know, one of those things where the announcers like normally say, oh, like if you hand this to a movie producer, they would say that that wouldn't happen in real life. Like it's, it's like actually that story. Like it's, it's like that probably is the epitome of that kind of story. Fair enough. Well, I. <laughs> I think we got a great top five. Um, I like it. And Matty G, thank you for uh, picking such an awesome topic. It was definitely uh, something different from what we've done, and I had fun doing this. So this is the High Five Countdown Podcast. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, don't forget to check us out on iTunes. Just search High Five Countdown Podcast. Also, if you like what you hear, whether it's this episode or some of our previous episodes, such as Top 5 Super Bowl Halftime Shows or Top 5 Songs of 2015, give us a positive rating on iTunes. We especially like 5-star ratings, and we'll also take 4-star ratings. One star reviews, we will sweep those legs. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that? Let's shut it down. I'm DJ Setho, and if anyone really does want to argue with me, they can take their arguments and put them in a body bag! Get him a body bag! Yeah! I'm Tony B, whatever, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm Maddie G, and I'm totally picking Oprah Winfrey as my sleeper this year. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the High Five Countdown podcast. We'll see you all for the next episode. And remember, sweep the lane. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that.